Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! Everybody and welcome into week three of Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. We are going to take a deep dive and actually look back at a couple weeks because we had a little absence there. Missed one, Jared. Yeah, um, yeah. Man that's... down, right? Man down. Well, I mean, it was so we were, you know, uh, you know, Morgan and I, every year we'd like to go on like a little simple vacation. We normally, what, hit up here, there. Oh, no, we normally go to, like, Europe and this and that. Well, we can't do it this year, you know, because of uh, what the, the shit that's going on. So Morgan was like, well, I'm, we're going to take a whole week off and go down to the beach then. Her play, our parents have a condo down at Myrtle, which is great. It's in a very residential area, so I love it. Um, and so we went, she and the kids went down Monday morning, um, last Monday morning, and I was going to go down Tuesday night. Um, and I was going to be there through probably Saturday or Sunday, but you know, we normally do the pod on Thursday evenings. This is a two bedroom condo and I don't really have the <laughs> space there with, with her parents going to be there. Um, and I didn't really feel, so I was, we were trying to kind of make it work here and there, maybe try to piece stuff together, but it, I just couldn't make it work. So that's my, yeah. that's my bad guys. And, um, uh, but we're back now we're, uh, we're, we're here. I'm, um, I'm uh, I'm I'm up in my office with uh, got my laptop and kind of situated away. I'm kind of frustrated though because who would have thought three weeks ago, Joe, before the season started, well Thursday night, week three, you're looking at the Dolphins and the Jaguars play, right? <laughs> and everybody's like, okay, well that's a that, that's a punt. We're not going to watch that. No, we, there's like seven guys going for teams this week. There are- there could have been seven. I counted six going. Is there six? Okay. Yeah. So I know there I, could have yeah. been seven because DJ Shark's out. He was out. If and, oh. DJ Shark plays or seven, which yeah. is amazing between these two teams. Well, it's absolutely yeah. amazing. And so, and so I was like, and so I picked up my boy Mike Gasicki. And right when we start, my man scores a touchdown. Scores a tutty. Little Ryan Fitz. Nice toss to the end zone. I didn't see it. I didn't get to see it. Um, 
but uh, I was trying to try to stream it here on my laptop and can't quite figure it out, uh, the uh, NFL Network, but oh well. Um, but hopefully – Jaseki was on my favorite list. So yeah. So, got so I, I needed him, Joe. I hadn't, hadn't had my tight end spot, hadn't scored double digits since like 2018. It's and been I'm a not, while. I'm not it's even lying when I say I, that. No, we had numerous conversations yeah. about it last year, so – I think so, that changed actually yeah. this today. Yeah. This changed. Well, it, he's not there yet. That was his only catch so far. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good catch. We'll take it. But uh, that's his only catch. Um, but hopefully, knock on wood, this weekend, I'm, I'm trying to put a TV up outside. So okay. hopefully. Join the club. The, yeah. Hopefully, the pod next Thursday, I'm outside sipping on something. I got the birds, sure, not birds, I guess, but the crickets, the crickets and the wildlife and things crickets like that and the frogs in the back. So I can't wait. What? So, but we hadn't had a chance to connect after week one. What was, how, what was your setup on uh, opening Sunday? So for me, opening, God, that was a couple weeks back. Um, so, oh, we, I was out doing something and I was upset because I've been in conversation with like uh, AT&T, DirecTV, because uh-huh. my bill's just been <laughs> absurd. It's like $230. And granted, it's with the internet, but that's still absurd. Right. And so I call them up and give them the whole thing, you know, COVID, I, you know, can't make my payments. <laughs> this, it's too much. Classic. Classic stuff you know, spend an hour with these guys and they're like, all right, we'll get you down. So they got it down to a reasonable price. Cause otherwise I was going to do what uh, Bradley does and does like YouTube TV, which seems to work pretty well. But anyways, I was like, well, you know, I don't have the package this year, so I'm not going to be able to watch the bears. So I, it wasn't really top of mind. I just kind of turned on the TV, just planning to watch the Panthers and just randomly, I'm like, you know, let me just check and see if I got the package. Oh, so they I turn they, turn on the Bears game, and that someone must have magically turned us turned the switch on because I'm not paying for it, but I'm getting it this year, baby. Did it? Was it a teaser? Did it come back up on week two as well? It came up on week two, so I'm I'm golden, Pony Boy. Wow! wow. Very nice. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. And check the bill, not getting charged for it, so it's nice and a nice little you know little perk, I guess. Okay, okay. So I, I sat back. I sat on the outside deck, uh, turned some heaters on at night, but watched, you know, watched the games, the red zone, flipping back and forth, and watched the Bears. Well, there you so go. It was good. Bears somehow pulled off a victory week one. Same thing occurred week two. Not sure how, you know. And they got, you know, probably the worst 2-0 and team in the NFL right now. Who's worse, the Bears 2-0 team or your fantasy 2-0 team? The Bears, by far. <laughs> and they're not even throwing Allen Robinson yet. I know. It's, it's amazing. They're winning. Yeah, the uh, Bears by far. They should have lost both those games. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Swift dropped that one ball where the game was over. So, yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was over. So. But, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully we'll get, I'm getting the TV, trying to get it installed tomorrow. So hopefully I'll be out there. Um, smoking some meat on Sunday and watching, Ooh. watching some, some stuff. Apparently I might have to go to and pick some apples in the morning though first some apple farm or cidery or something. I don't know. Sounds like you're getting uh, drawn into something there. I'll tell you what though, nothing better than men in tight pants with helmets and smoking meat. 
Yeah. That was, that one's for Brian. That yeah, one's for Brian. Yeah. He, he might be over. <laughs> I might need to watch out. We're going to be smoking some sausage and, and, <laughs> and not on the grill. <laughs> you know what I mean. Ew. Ew. But, but yeah, I just – um. But yeah, let's. Uh, so what? So I think we should uh, let's go through the rundown here. So we're gonna start off since we missed uh, week, uh, kind of a, a reaction from week one, and and we're into week three now. We're starting it up this Thursday, so we're gonna change it up instead of going back and do like a rapid fire recap as we typically do. We're gonna start. Uh, it's a new segment. It's gonna be called "They Are Who We Thought They Were." All right, and we're gonna we're gonna dive into that, and I'm not gonna uh, disclose any of the topics there. Bless you, Gunzuntite. Thank you. Um, so we'll probably start there, and that'll that'll feed us into a little bit of waiver talk. Okay. Uh, okay. Kind of discuss a little waiver re- uh, wire reactions and recap. Then we're gonna go to you make the call. That's we're gonna revisit that from last year. We thought it was well. We're gonna go through each GM's team. See where maybe they might want to make an adjustment, you know? Uh-huh. Um, maybe they're playing somebody that uh, they shouldn't be. And the guys on their bench probably going to have a little bit better year or better week. So uh, we're going to dive into that. And then eventually we're going to get to the week three predictions as we always do. So should be a fun little podcast, uh, hopefully a quick one, but it never seems to be the case. Um, but we'll get to it. So I think we should uh, get started, huh? Let's roll. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Thanks, Coach. All right, welcome in to a new segment that we're going to call uh, They Are Who We Thought They Were. Tribute to Denny Green against the Bears, Cardinals-Bears. Bears went on to the Super Bowl that year. Um, so what we're going to do here, <laughs> I ended up losing. Um, what we're going to do here is we are going to uh, look at every single GM's team, Okay. And I got some different scenarios. So here is – you can only choose one for each team, okay? Oh. So we're going to go through the 2-0 and o teams, okay. the 1-1 and one teams, and the 0-2 teams. So what I mean by that is there's three different – I don't know if you – like segments of 0-2 teams, okay? The first right. one is 2-0, and o, best team in the league, uh-huh. or – Two and zero, top five in the league. Okay. Or two and zero, pretty darn lucky to be two and zero. Okay. Okay. And then there's one and one, right? So right. we got a bunch of teams that are one and run right now. So we have one and one, should be two and zero. One and one, should be zero and two, and we're going to talk about those teams. And then finally the. To end it off there, we got 0-2, but should have at least one win. And 0-2 deserves every bit of 0-2. All okay. right, so where do you want to start, top or bottom? 
Let's, top or let's, bottom? We'll start at the bottom. I like being let's on the start bottom. Start at the top. Mm-hmm. Bottom. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got at the bottom, <clears throat> and I want to go by the league numbers here. Okay. So at the bottom, based on points, right? Right. We have slip with every day is a gala day. Who has zero points, by the way, on this team? Huh? I think Galladay's got like zero points, doesn't he? What do you mean by zero points? He's got zero fantasy points on the year. He has not scored a point in fantasy football. Oh, Galladay himself. Galladay himself. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking of the fantasy team. I, you lost no. me. Yeah, no, Galladay hadn't played. It's hard to so, play I mean, when you're first on the First of all, line. let's start there. Why have a team name if a guy isn't even scoring points for you? Yes. Okay, but that's 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 strike one against Slip. He should change it to every day isn't a gala day. <laughs> so Slip's 0-2. Oh 0-2. Oh Does he fall under the category of 0-2 oh but should have one win? Or 0-2 oh deserves every bit of it? He falls in the category where he's 0-2 oh and, and- – Deserving might not be the right statement, but he's where he should be right now. And he's my man is hurting. I mean, he's Michael Thomas, Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley, Marlon Mack, um, Raheem Mostert. Just all of them are either they're done for the year or they're banged up and they're not giving me anything. So my man is just having to will. I even thought I thought he sent me this text message. This was in between week one and week two. And he was just classic Brooks, just, oh, how was opening weekend for me? Let's see. Tottenham lost to god-awful Everton to open <laughs> the 2021 campaign. Galladay out week one with what is sure to be a lingering hammy. Ended up being out week two, too. Yep. Michael Thomas with a high ankle sprain. Rad. Marlon Mack with the biggest opening quarter still in fantasy before annihilating his Achilles. He's done. <laughs> and then Saquon Barkley runs 15 times. And guess who got outrushed by on that opening Monday night? I no idea. Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I, is that good? I don't know. Is that good? I, it's good for Big Ben. I mean, <laughs> whew. Um, it's going to be a long year is what he said. But he's neck and neck. He was neck and neck with Brian, so he was he was wanting to know how Brian was feeling. And Brooks said, "Oh yeah, get rid of fucking kickers." <laughs> so, so I mean, he's Owen to He is the leading scorer. Chaz so far has already scored a hundred more points than him between through two games. <laughs> that's, that's not good. Just about not, Yeah. Well, it's yeah, not good. 90 or 109. So yeah. Deserving, maybe not, but Brooks is right where he should be. Owen two with that team and a dumpster fire that he's just is trying to, at least he knows now. And it's not like week seven, week eight, and he's trying to figure all this out then. He's got a lot of time to try and get lucky, but he's going to need a lot of luck. Yeah, he's going to have to be active on the waiver wire as well. Uh, I mean, when you lose week one by 31 points, week two by 21 points, yeah. that's not good. Is it? Has anyone ever gone back-to-back toilet seats? Has that been done? I don't think so. God, I hope it doesn't I don't, happen. I don't. Wouldn't that be an epic, just like two-year run, like, he goes toilet seat romper, then he goes toilet seat 
Brokini. That would just be epic. Yeah, that'd be bad. I mean, that, that would be bad. Yeah. So my man, my man's struggling right now. He's uh, uh, he picked up Miles Gaskin, who I'm sure we'll talk about later. Nobody probably heard. I think I played him last year. I think he was somebody I picked up and streamed one week. But he picked him up. He was looking good, just ripping off runs all quarter. And then we get a the the pass interference in the end zone for the Dolphins. First and goal from the one. And what does he do? Hand it off to to your boy Jordan Howard. <laughs> I think that's Howard's only touch of the game so far. Only so I heard the st- <laughs> <laughs> Howard's got three touchdowns on the season. He's does rushed, he really? He's rushed the ball fourteen times. That's wild. How many yards does Jordan Howard have? Fourteen times he's rushed the ball. How many 22. yards? Twelve. <laughs> 12 yards, three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. None of so. them to gas. There we go. So, a slip, so. I think, unfortunately, we're going to slot him under the old uh, 0 and 2 and deserves it. Unfortunately, I think a little bit of bad luck there, though, with uh, God, the injuries. God, the injuries are bad. Yeah, they're pretty bad. So, so. Right, let's go to the other 0-2 team. We're looking at Mike. Same division, the NFL, NCFFL East. Uh, he's in ninth place only by 32 points. Uh, 0-2 Mike. Does he fall under the 0-2 and deserves every bit of it or should have at least one win? What are your thoughts? Um, He's on the verge. In my opinion, verge Just of kind of right in between both. I could he's 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 on the verge of being more deserving of one and one than being just strictly zero and two. Yeah, I mean, right. Rusty only beat him by one. Well, it was a half a point because right. he didn't play a kicker because he didn't have balls to play a kicker. Yeah, he said a defense. Was. Oh, is yeah, that a defense? He, yeah, he said his defense. That's right. Um, I think his defense scored. I think Rusty's defense scored some points, so he, he would have been fine. But uh, but yeah, he, it's just his team's kind of floating around a little. I mean, we, we don't. It, I remember it's kind of. I mean, he got hurt too. I mean, anytime Kittle what was that like a third round pick, they got he got hurt. That goes down. That's that's tough. So he's got like a bunch of kind of Mixon's kind of underperforming. Lamar Jackson is. I guess he's doing pretty. I mean, Lamar Jackson is doing his job. He it's doing good enough, but yeah, some of the other some of the role players haven't really stepped up any. Yeah, so. Mixon's not performing. Kittle hasn't performed. You know, you know what? My- I changed my mind. Mike is not on the verge of one and one. He's on the verge of zero and two. He's closer to zero and two, in my opinion. He, I would he go should, the other way. So let me tell you this. Week one, Mike started three tight ends. <laughs> True. And if he didn't, if he started J.K. Dobbins, he wins. A running back who you exactly. expect to have more touches than a tight end. Yeah. So you go Dobbins there. Some Yeah. That's put all he there. had to do is put He Dobbins. probably still would have lost just because Rusty probably would have played the defense. But, but yeah. So nah, I think he's kind of a- – He would have won that. Denver only scored five. Dobbins got him 14. He would have won. 
Yeah, but you can't play Dobbins over Kittle. But you can play Dobbins over Hawkinson. And then it's a push. You can play Dobbins over Cook. (laughs) (laughs) Then it's not enough to beat the five. It's pretty darn close. (laughs) I guess so was his loss. (laughs) It wasn't as close as his loss. So, so, but yeah. Um, But yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think right now just kind of looking at, yeah, but we'll, we'll kind of see how it shakes out. But I think those two are kind of there at the the bottom and and that's, I'm I'm okay with that. So you're giving him the deserves it, huh? Yeah, I think so. Kind of the ninth. The ninth. I'm not saying I'm going to be – if he makes it out of that and um, starts trending upward, I could see that as well. Brooks, I don't, he's got a long way to go. He's got, yeah. he, needs to, he needs to strike some gold. <laughs> All right, let's get into the one-and-one one teams. Just as a reminder, you can be one-and-one one, but should be 0-2. Oh, uh, oh or let's go more. the op- let's go let's go the op- let's go you and Pittman first. Okay, and kind of that will hit the middle. There's more yeah, in the middle. Yeah, so yeah, let's more do that. Right. So, so two and O teams. There's three different options. Two and O, you're best in the league. Two and O, you're top five in the league. And two and O, you're pretty darn lucky. So where do you want to start? Let's start with Pittman. I I think I I'm, I have more points, so we'll start there. Okay, so I'm going to make it. When I say more points, I say more You have more point. It's point three seven. I think to me, I, I'm just I'm going to go ahead and bunch y'all together, and I think you're both two and zero top five. I don't think either one of you are best. I just think you've kind of you've been fortunate that you hadn't run into a high scoring opponents. But in also comparison to the other opponent, the other league that week, you're also playing in that top five, top six scores. So yeah. you're you're kind of hanging around. So I don't, I'm I'm not, I don't think you're you're. I mean Cam. I mean wow. I mean where the fuck was this when he was back with the Panthers? <laughs> so I mean they just. Because that was, I don't know, that was the big debate with like me, at least me and my friends. I was with, so surprised like, no one picked him, like drafted him. When no one drafted him, I'm like, I was like, there's, I, it's Cam. If, if Belichick's gonna sign him, he's healthy. He's not gonna sign an unhealthy quarterback. Well, we all, everybody knew he would be at least healthy to start. Now, can he stay healthy? I don't know. My biggest thing was True. and that could my, be the downfall here in two weeks or next week or whatever. For me, the frustrating part when Cam was here is towards the last season and that the, the year when it, he stopped running. Like he they would not run plays any like first like what he's doing right now with the Patriots and how they're making him run first and goal from the five every single time. What Cam used to do in year one, two, three, four with the Panthers, he stopped doing that. And I don't know if that was Cam or if that was the play calling. I would imagine it was Cam. I think it was the play calling. They were just trying to avoid him from having contact. But he wouldn't even scramble or anything like that, like when he was with the Panthers. And I think that was the frustrating part for some fans is like, well, he's kind of – He's trying to move more to like a pocket passer, which he was doing really well in the year before he left. But then 
But now you're seeing with the Patriots, and it's just like, come on. That's, it's just funny how, like, the national media, like, just sucks up the Patriots and how they're using Cam and, like, thinking the Panthers didn't want to do that with him. When, one, he's he hadn't been healthy with the Panthers in, like, three years other than, like, the eight or ten games when he was playing, like, MVP caliber before he got hurt. Well, and then, two, he stopped running. Yeah. Well, he stopped, anyways, running for a, he stopped running for a few reasons, right? I think part of it was play calling because Rivera wanted to save him. He didn't want him to get injured. The other part of it, he was already injured. So he didn't but, want him running around, and he probably himself didn't want to start running around, putting pressure on that. And so I think maybe, maybe. I distinctly remember last year, week two, at home, Thursday night against the Bucks. It was fourth. I think fourth and goal from like the two or something like that. And that was the last play of the game. We score, we win, we don't score. It was just like the Seahawks game. Did you give it to McCaffrey? Because that's not a bad play. They handed it off to McCaffrey. How is that a bad play? Because you have Cam. Have you seen what the guy's done? (laughs) I have. That's – if you don't – if you don't use him in a scenario like that when it's fourth and goal exactly like the Patriots did, when are you going to use it? And so that's where it's just like, I mean, come on. I mean, I'd rather live and die with Cam doing that play than handing it off to McCaffrey. So, but anyways, what? It, but he's looking good. He's um, looking good right now. I think we'll I mean, see if it holds up. Your running backs are a little thin, but your a receivers are looking thin is a lot. A little, <laughs> it's a lot thin. A lot of teams are, but not Antonio motherfucking Gibson. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think I mean yeah, I think you're top five right now. And I mean with that, the wide receivers cores uh, pulling you through, Waller's pulling you through, Newton pulling you through. Um, so yeah, we'll see kind of how if you stay up, the, stay afloat, or if you start trickling down. I think, yeah, I I would agree. I don't know if Pittman's top five um, in the league at the end of the year. Yeah. Just because, I mean, I don't – he's got – he's got a lot of Carolina receivers. Um, You know, he – and his bench looks okay, but it's nothing crazy. Yeah. so I don't know. He's. Yeah, I think he yeah. ends up at like six or seven, maybe. And I might be good enough. That's typically been yeah. like the. I but, guess that's all you need. Right. If Kyler can keep playing, and he gets a little help, you know, a little bit more help from like Devonte Adams and Connor stays healthy, I think he's got a legitimate shot for sure. Yeah. So, so I think both of you are. I'm not going to say it's undeserving at two and zero. I'm not scared of either one of your teams. But top five, yeah, I'll give you that. All right, let's get into the meat, the meat and potatoes, the one and one teams. We got John, Brian, Chaz, Brad, Jared, and Rusty. You have two options here. Sounds great. Yeah. Is that a Goose Island IPA again? Nah, this is a uh, <laughs> – no, ran out of those. Uh, so, hold on. Is... Let's, let's revisit this again real quickly before you jump into that. So, John and Rusty went golfing over at Northstone last Friday, and I happened to be over there. I was getting fit for some new clubs. Hey-o! And uh, so I'm like, oh, when are you guys going out? 
and they're like eleven uh, ish or something like that. I'm like, all right, y'all enjoy. I said, watch out for the uh, the geese over on nine. They tend to tend to congregate around there. So oh, like, thanks I, for the invite, fellas. <laughs> so I get done with uh, my thing. I shoot them a text because I was getting ready to play myself, and I go, uh, so how's the round going, boys? And <laughs> He go, ah, it's going pretty, pretty good. We almost had an incident, though. I go, what do you mean? Stop, stop. I go, what do you mean an incident? He goes, yeah, mallard, almost, uh, almost hit a mallard duck. I go, who almost? Because at this point, I didn't know who it was, John or Rusty, and I'm like, no way, it's Rusty. And then Rusty sends the emoji with like the the guy's hand raising up. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. He almost hit a mallard. He hit a goose three weeks before. Jeez. He almost hit a mallard duck. I think both are federally uh, federally protected. So Jesus. Right. Anyways, Ge- okay. geeses. I mean Jesus. Geeses. Totally geeses. <laughs> ah, but good beer though, huh? Awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see here. So let's start at the bottom uh, in terms of points. So we're gonna start with eight. And I believe that's Henry thing is possible. Brian, one and one. Does he deserve to be two and oh? No. Or should he be 0 and two? Uh, oh, man. He, I mean, he, he bounced back last week. I, I'm going to say uh, Brian's right where he should be, I think. Okay. I think he's, 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 he's a solid one. He's not a solid. He's a, He's probably a, a, a fairly okay one and one. Um, he had, uh, but but I do think he's above Brooks and, and Mike. So let's take a look at last week because week one he got throttled <clears throat> by myself. Uh, last week, what happened here? He had a lot of good performers. Yeah, a lot of yeah, good. Mike yeah, Evans, yeah. nineteen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Wentz might be his only problem moving forward. That guy's can't figure out his footwork and can't throw the ball. Well, all um, he needs to do is hand it off to Miles Sanders. <laughs> so let's see if he – yeah, I mean, he won by, what, nine points? Yeah, I mean, it's you a know. good – I mean, 136 is respectable. So Yeah, um, but, that's, but, where yeah you, but, that's where you need to be. So let's keep this in mind, too. The only reason it was that close is because Aaron Jones scored 43 points. Um, True. Otherwise, Johnny gets throttled. Um, yeah, but I don't even look at it. I'm just looking at the team himself. Yeah, and Brian is. But I think the question he's, he's, is two and zero or zero and two, and I think you're right. I mean, he got throttled week one, and he he throttled yeah. John technically week two. He's so, closer he's to yeah. He's yeah. He's a one and one. He's closer he's to zero and two than one than two and zero, in my opinion. I mean, I got. This guy, he he also texted me after week one with that <laughs> abysmal performance, and he said he's he, actually he didn't call he didn't text, he called me. I was talking to him on the phone, and I was like, hey, "What happened, man?" He's like, "I don't really like my team. Not gonna lie. I mean, how does Eckler only get one target and catch after ninety catches last year? Hey, L.A., here's an idea: get get it to your best fucking player." And then he said, OBJ sucks. Don't know why I drafted him. Mike Evans is a pussy. Hey, Wentz, get rid of the fucking ball. <laughs> but he did say, he did say, Joey Sly, though. Who wants him? 
But then he's cut. He cut him this week. <laughs> <laughs> After week two, he cut him. <laughs> so, but he he had a good bounce back week. I think he's gonna. He's got a lot of players that's probably gonna frustrate him all year. That's 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 fantasy football though. Yeah, but I mean, but you, like Beckham and Evans. And, yeah, those are yeah, that's just guys. yeah, that's gonna frustrate him. Um, he should also – he's closer to 0-2 just for carrying three defenses right now, too. There's a couple guys. A couple GS That's, got yeah. three defenses. And it's not John, – and John's not one of them. They're John following right now has, the GOAT footstep, apparently. John right – well, the other one is the GOAT. Yeah. And John right now has one tight end and one defense. I mean, I want to stand up and give him a standing ovation, <laughs> but I think I might wake my son How up. many kickers and does he have? He's got one. Okay. I mean, this is – welcome to 2020, y'all. Pittman and, <laughs> Pittman and Joe are leading the league at 2-0. Oh. <laughs> no John's got one tight end, one defense, and one kicker on his roster right now. Unreal. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. We're going to go to number seven on the list here, and that's going to be Rusty and the Duck Hunters. Uh, he's one and one, so should he be more of the 2-0? and oh? <gasps> Or should be zero and two, or is he right where he should be? Um, he is. He should be more zero and two. And that yeah, I right. assume is just based off of the week one performance. Well, he's he's had decent. He scored one twenty four week mm-hmm. one and one twenty one week two. Those are decent, but those aren't good enough. You gotta you have to clear one thirty each week to be kind of respectable, right? 100%. So, this league one, has two, gone bananas the last three, two years. Four. So he's right. He was right in that. So he was even in the bottom five scoring week one, and he was in the bottom five scoring in week two. He was yeah. in the bottom three scoring week two, and he beat the bottom two by like three points. No one in week two scored less – the winners scored less than 135. Yeah, so that's tough. So you get – that's kind of your, your target. You have to hit about 135 to feel good about your chances. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think he's clo- he's, it's, he's closer to 0-2 than 2-0 than and o by far. Um, so there's some there's a tight little few few teams right there trying to figure it out and massage their players and their roster and see if they can make it work. Uh, but I, I, he's probably he's probably going to blow up this week since I'm playing him and and I'll, I'm Put like, like, oh great fifty on top of you. Ah uh, yeah well we'll we'll get to me here in a minute. <laughs> All right so let's go to number six and that's going to be Johnny and Make America Gronk again. He's sitting at one and one. Should he? Does he deserve one and one? Oh two or two and zero? Oh? What about um, Johnny? Let's see. So Johnny in week two. One twenty-seven. Yeah, see, he's like Rusty. So he's he and Rusty are about the same. Where they're not, they're they're, they're just not. Yeah, he, first so two him and Rusty really like won. okay, that's they, not. They, they posted one hundred twenty points in week one and one. Yeah, week, he scored week two. They scored less than one thirty and lost. So I mean, yeah, granted, John, that was a John. That was a yeah, close. John. But week one, John played one of the two teams that he could beat that week. Yeah. So that's his one win, and then he scored one twenty seven, and he came up short. 
which should be the case. If you don't break 130, you should come up short, in my opinion. So I think he's closer to 0-2 as well. I don't know. I could argue he could be 2-0. and I mean, he plays Edelman versus some Rieger dude, uh, and he wins that matchup. So I mean, I get. I mean, I get that. Now, granted, his saying, bench. I'm just saying. Is I'm just saying from the zero team. Well, he. I mean, he's got Sharp injured, AJ Brown injured. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to, James White. Prayers to him with his loss of his parents, and then Debo Samuel injured. Henry Ruggs kind of has a hammy going. So I don't know. Oh, he does have two defenses right now. Damn, Johnny's coming back. He's coming back. He's kind of going back to his old ways to see if he can strike magic. (laughs) (laughs) See if he can strike magic. Not working so far with that Tyler Eifert. Trying to rub two sticks together and get a spark on. He picked up Tyler Tyler Eifert last – just probably just so he can watch him play. And (laughs) I didn't even know he was still in the league. I don't even know who he plays for. Falcons? The ja- Jaguars. <laughs> Jag- He's playing Oh, is that tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, but yeah, oh. that's. All right. So, what was that consensus there? Uh, all of them, 0-2. <laughs> 0-2. Okay, okay. All right. So, let's go on to number five. Number five is yourself. You're one and one. You lost week two by 30 points. Uh, you won week one by a point and a half, uh-huh. um, but you're scoring 150. I mean, 150 there uh, last week one. in the loss, 132. So you did miss that mark of 135 that we brought up numerous times on this pod. True. And true. I think it's showing it's it's holding weight right now. That 135 number seems to be the number. If you can that's, get there. That's the target. It's not – you want to get there. If you get there enough times, you you should be okay. Here's the thing I want to show you, Joe. Hey, let's look at – so how many points do you have for you? What? Four? Yeah. How many points have your, has your team scored? Total combined, like yeah, 280. Yeah. 280. How many points against? Um. Let me check this out real quick. Here we go. 210. 210. How about me? Uh, you are – you have scored 287. And so seven three, more than you. And 316. So 106 <laughs> more points against me through two weeks. Hey, man. What My do you want me to do about They're scoring 50 more points. So this is – oh, here we go again. So Most it's my fault that again. Brian's team didn't show up week one? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this is why it's a beautiful thing that we have the fifth and sixth spot makes the playoffs based off total points scored. Because as we can see again, your boy is getting screwed where I beat Chaz in week one by how much? Like a point? Two points? Yeah, a point and a half. Point and a half. One, yeah, 1.7 points. I was the yeah. high score. Chaz was the second high score. So he that's Chaz a tough just loss got unlucky. That's a tough loss yeah. for Chaz. That's that should be a double win for me. When you whenever you have the highest score and you beat the person who had the second high score, you should get two wins for that. We should give you like a gold star. Exactly. I'll take it. 
And then yeah. week two, I didn't score enough. I lose by 30. I score 132, and I face, again, week one, face the second high score after myself. Week two, face the high score. So, hopefully I'm just getting through the gauntlet here in the first week, week or two. But I, don't, I, think, I think basically I, what you're saying is the West division is, seems to be at the, the top Loaded. Loaded. It's the tougher division at the moment. You have Brooks and Scrubs in your division. So that's like you're, you're two it's and over. week and then you two. Get... I mean, let's talk about this week eight. It's week Look two. at his team. Half of his roster is not going to be on his team in week eight. <laughs> oh, God. I feel sorry for him. I don't. <laughs> But I, I do think I'm 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 a I'm sitting at a solid one and one. Yeah, I think you're a one and one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just because I'm okay. you got okay. hammered, but I got hammered, but I didn't score enough week two to where I was like I, it wasn't a situation where I could like could have beaten a lot of other people. I was still in the middle ground. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay you would have lost one. to every other person that won. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm okay with that. All right, so then we go on to number four. Right? Yeah. And number four is going to be Bradley, body by Jacobs, 301 point score. So he's putting up a lot of points. We kind of discussed him with you in week two. He put up 30 more than you. I think granted, he had a a solid one. Good week there. Um, And then week one, you know, he just went down to Pittman by one. So for him, I think he's closer to the should be 2 and 0 type person. I mean, he lost that by 1.3 points. And let's take a look at that matchup here, see if we can find any discrepancies on where he went wrong. He um, didn't go wrong anywhere. He got he Well, got he got Ingram. And, he got – Well, he didn't have another tight end, so. Yeah. Well, he yeah. got unlucky too because the Pittman picked up two points from that Saints defense on the, the, like the last play interception. Like that was like a pointless interception. How so, many times was, last year did defenses win games for teams? I felt like it was a lot. It, Remember, yeah, like probably. Chaz won like three games because the Patriots scored yeah. like twenty-eight points. Yeah, and he's going to sit here and tell us that he he knows that he understands his process of being able to. You got he. I don't know. It, yeah, he 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 lost me at that, but. But yeah, I don't know if it's, it's not going to happen in the first month with with no preseason. I don't think defense is going to take a while for defenses to catch up. Yeah. So, but, but. I'd, I'd say with him, yeah, he's probably closer than two and zero, especially with the points four. You know, sitting at three hundred mark. Yeah, uh, I think he is. He's. I think he's similar to me. I'll give him the edge over me. So I'm okay with that. Closer to two and zero than me, but he's a solid one and one and one. Gotcha. All righty, and then we get to the goat number three. Um, let's see what he's got going on here. So he yeah. is sitting at. I mean, he's just pumping out points again. Three hundred five through two weeks, average of one fifty two ish, two and a half. Um, last week. You know, lost by a point to yourself. So I mean, he was right there. He's scoring over that one, or that was in week one. He's scoring over that 
that 135 mark. And then last week, um, he put it on on uh, Rusty by 30. So if he continues to score 150 points week after week, which I correct me if I'm wrong, I think he's done this three years in a row. He just scores 150 points every. He week. just scores. It's just yeah. regardless so of his team, he could auto draft and score 150 points. Yeah, I mean, I hate saying it, but yeah, I mean, it's he. He still has that title right now, and I mean, he can. He is. Uh, he should be two and zero just because he he played the only guy week one that he couldn't beat, and so he should be two and zero, um, and he has the most points scored so far. But 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 that's week one and two. He don't have McCaffrey for a while. True. So let's see what's about to happen. Because McCaffrey in week one got him 27, and in week two got him 23. So let's see, let's see, let's see what Chaz has made up here, uh, made up here for the next uh, three, three or four weeks. So it's going to be interesting. I'm going to see how he kind of pivots. Yeah, and just taking a look at, <clears throat> I mean, the rest of his lineup here. I'm trying to go, get to his week three matchup. Um, who's he playing this week here? He's got oh, – that's going to be a solid game there, him and Pittman. Um, and he's already got – he's got 13 points from Robinson already. James Robinson. Which n- nobody knows who that is. If that guy walked in my house right now, I would call the cops because I wouldn't know who he was. So, I mean, he's he's got a decent squad. He's got some decent backup. So he's got some good depth. Um, he's got three defenses. So I don't, I don't know. We'll see uh, if he we'll can see. ride the if he can ride it out with McCaffrey until he gets back, and then got a healthy McCaffrey week six, seven, eight, puts him right back into the mix. Even if he does slide a little bit, yeah, maybe. But I mean, you're getting thirteen points from some Robinson guy out of Jacksonville. He's a running back out of Jacksonville. He's good. Okay. He, he ain't no Levitkus Chenault, though. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, I think that'll do it for this segment. Um, so hopefully still, we... still, still early. Still early. There's a lot going. I mean, boys, it's a long way to go. When when Pittman and Joe are the two, it's two and zero. Oh, it's a long way to go. It's a lot longer for people like Brooks, though. So yeah. not not down in the trunks, if you know what I mean. I'm going to put you on the hot seat right now. Over, under, three wins for slip. Three and a half. Over, uh, under. Three and a half, under. <laughs> under. Okay. Yeah. You heard it here first yeah. on the Hot Routes and Hot Takes yeah. podcast. Yeah. Oh, Would that tie or be less than what he got last year? I don't – oh, I don't know about last year. Um. He might have been four last year. Was he four or three last year? I don't know. He wasn't two. Nobody's – I don't think anybody's done one. What's What's know. more – what's more likely to happen? Brooks not win a game or you go undefeated? More likely to happen? Yeah. And looking at the roster right now <laughs> – well, I'm not going to go undefeated, so I think it's more likely that he does not win a game based on his current roster. <laughs> so you got to start wheeling and dealing, Brooks. You got to give up Michael Thomas. 
try to try to, try to get lucky and strike gold. Got to do something. Pittman's, you know, Pittman did a pretty decent job of that last year, and that, he did, he did fairly well. <laughs> I think he got ninth place. You get yeah. ninth or eighth? I don't know. I forget. I don't know. I hope he turns it around because I would hate for Slip to be known as like the App State of fantasy football, the App State baseball team of fantasy football. Yeah, that's that's that'd be a tough two year stretch that we had there. All right, bud. Well, let's move on. I think this was a solid segment. Shed some light on some teams. Yeah, we'll try Um, to we'll try to get back to weekly recaps next week. Um, but figure we we try to jumble up a, a couple weeks and where everybody is as we're opening everything up. All righty, boys, let's move on. Hi, this is former golfer John Daly on behalf of people for the ethical treatment of animals. Did you know that man-made environments like landscaping at your home, business, or even state park or local golf course ends up killing more animals than it protects. Harmful chemicals, unexpected erosion, and ultimately the unintentional or even deliberate harm caused by humans. All of these negative consequences affect our brother and sister animals. So, please consider using artificial turf and decor whenever possible. Allow pests to flourish as nature intended with no chemicals and never disturb any animal no matter how big or small in any way at any time in any manner you can also help by providing a small donation of only nine dollars a month which will go directly towards the health and rehabilitation of any animal harmed maliciously by humans with your health we can ensure that every animal live the life they were meant to have. For more information about how you can help our fellow brother and sister animals, please visit PETA.com. And remember, animal lives matter. I'm John Daly. Weekly waiver wire, 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 wire. Did we just become best friends? Yep. All right, welcome into the segment. We're going to discuss waiver wire uh, just this past week. We're not going to go two weeks past. It was actually kind of weak last week, but this week with all the injuries, uh, we felt that, you know, let's just touch base on it, see kind of the pickups here. There was a lot of injuries, a lot of waiver wire action. Um, So let's get started here. Jared, I don't know if you want to start in some place or not. Um, We can start at the bottom here. Looks like here. I'll start. I'll start. I do have a question before. Yeah, before we get to week two, uh, waiver wire week one, where you won Naheem Hines for twenty six dollars, nine dollars yeah. over. How did that feel when he posted one catch for four yards, no other targets, no other rush attempts? That was a kick in the groin. Not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about earlier how your your running backs are thin, so you're having to play them again this week, aren't you? Uh, at the moment, I am. Um, yeah, that one hurt. I was really upset. <laughs> um, 
you know, I, you, I, did, you got, I didn't you, want to have Garoppolo, so I'm like, you know what, I'll just go for Hines. You know, 26, no one's going to go after him, or no one's going to spend that amount of money for him. And I was like, based on just... based on what I got in the rest of my team, I'm like, I, I got some good depth right now, so I can afford $26. But to go for like a point and a half, yeah, that was a nice kick to the groin area. That That one sucked. That one hurt a little bit. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, I was the second. I was 17, so I kind of liked him just because I thought Rivers is going to be like – he's going to be Austin Eckler. Yeah. Colts. It just, that's and it's still going to happen. It's just and it's, gonna... it could. Yeah, I mean, you got – so I don't know. But, it, yeah, so that was my – when I first saw that last, I was like, Jesus. All these – not even just you, but across, like, the country, all these people spent all this money just – and then he delivers that. Because you know damn well, like all the other guys, all the podcast uh, experts are like, oh, jump on Naeem Hines. He's going to be great. You know, he's he's got rivers thrown to him, all that stuff that you just said. So, yeah, that one hurt. Let's go to week two, though. The first one on the board I see here is Mike Davis, uh, $36. Now, I can't see if anyone else tried for him. So, you tell me. So this was this was the this was a big week just because of all the injuries with Barkley went down, McCaffrey went down, um, who, 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 some other people went down, like somebody else went down, like the Rams backfield was kind of hurt, things like that, and then then we throw in the mix where like all these guys are like on Brooks's team, so I just <laughs> you, you knew Brooks was just going to be slinging money around, sure, it was just going to be how much, so. Um, Brooks did get Mike Davis for thirty six bucks. He overpaid by fourteen dollars. Okay, not the worst. So, it's not the worst, but it's uh, he he might be good. And then after that, though, like uh, the next day is when they they're playing putting McCaffrey on IR. So you you at least know that Mike Davis is going to at least get three weeks without McCaffrey coming back. Yep. Um, as a Panthers fan, hopefully longer. I'd, I'd, I'd prefer for McCaffrey to kind of save those hits a little bit. Um, so, so we'll see. But yeah, so we got Brooks has kind of hit it hard. He got Mike Davis. He uh, he picked up Miles Gaskin. He the FYI, if anybody doesn't know, Miles Gaskin is the running back for Miami Dolphins. I think um, I put in for him. Did I? You, not? you, yeah, you're the only other one who what also was I did at? it on him. Seventeen. You're at eight. You're at eighteen. 18. Brooks went twenty-two. <laughs> Damn. So I think close. this was a good play. This was a it was a good bid by I wanted to ask him. And he's he's kind of starting to he's the young guy taking over the like from the old guys there in Dolphins and he's he's looking okay right now. He's just not getting any of the the end zone look. So he might be able to punch one in late here, but I think Gaskin's uh, going to turn it around when Tua takes control. I don't so you mean the guy you drafted and already dropped? Yeah, I drafted that, that, that for Tua. Yeah, because I'm going to pick him up later in the year. Oh, uh, so. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I see. And I then see. I'll keep okay. him in the 15th round for next year. Yeah, but uh, so Brooks picked up Mike Davis and Miles Gaskin. Um, and then the other kind of the money got, got thrown around. John is trying to go with Jarek McKinnon. He got him for $33. Any he, other uh, action on yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, he barely squeaked by Brooks, also bid on him. Ooh. And John John barely got McKinnon uh, by about $17 over. <laughs> <laughs> so, But John's thin at running back. You know who's not thin at running back? You? Your boy. So 
You know who I also make some trades. Eh, people don't trade in this league. I'll give you Kareem yeah, Hunt. Yes, we do. I'll give you, I'll give, I'll give you Kareem Hunt for Darren Waller. <laughs> no, no, not right now. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's. Yeah, I mean, good because I I'll like, have to look I at like, that. Uh, I mean, I tell I like you what, Hunt. if Jonu Smith keeps playing the way he's playing, that might not Ooh. be a bad idea. Jonu, Jonu, keep keep watching him. Let's see. Let's see. Hopefully, Jonu does well this week, and we can talk afterwards. Um, but yeah, and and I also picked up Jeff Wilson because there's some rumors there that uh, Wilson might get the run and not McKinnon with the 49ers. But the 49ers is all banged up, so that's good. And then Rusty picked up Devonte Freeman um, with the Giants. Um, so who who knows what's going to happen with that backfield? We had a six dollar uh, win on the Chargers defense. So going, uh, do you know who they play this week? I off the top of my head don't. I think yeah, actually, don't they play the Panthers? They play the Panthers, and yeah. Brian got them. Oh, good fan, asshole. Well, that was going to be. Well, I was going to. You know, that's a different story. But yeah, I was going to say, how, how how in the world, being a Panthers fan, do you do? You, Pick a defense that's playing against the Panthers. I I have no idea. How do you bid on a defense that's about to play against the Panthers? And he bid six dollars on the defense to stream them against the Panthers. Unreal. That's unreal. That's a way to be a fan. God, Brian. Um, there was a couple other. There was a few other bids on that. So that loss. One be myself. <laughs> <laughs> one be myself and Brooks. Uh, so I guess we're not true fans. What'd you, what'd you guys bid? <laughs> two, three bucks. I did two. Brooks did three, and Brian did six. Pittman also did. He went zero. So so there's a true fan. He's yeah, like, yeah, all the, all the pain. I, so the, I don't so want to do the, it. So I'm not going to spend P- money on it. Yeah, the PSL owner. So. Um, <laughs> And then Brad, the funny part with Brad is Brad has spent, let's see, let me make sure this is right. Yeah, Brad has spent $45 of his budget through the first two weeks of waivers. You know who they're on? Running backs. Yeah. Do you know, can you be more specific? Uh Rams running backs. <laughs> <laughs> Week one, he pays for Rams running back, Malcolm Brown. Week two, he pays for Rams running back, D'Angelo Henderson. That just that's just a recipe for for a headache here in the future. Well, yeah, when so. Cam Akers gets healthy, he's gonna roll by, right back into it. He's just got a little separation of a rib. You can as long as as long as the Rams don't have uh the Chargers doctor, he'll just get a shot for that. <laughs> <laughs> he'll numb that yeah. up in a couple weeks, you know. He'll avoid the puncture lung. He'll be fine. Yeah. So, um, but that, those were all the uh, the bids. I mean, I I, I got a, a bid on Gasecki and I got him for a dollar. Um, I think the biggest deal was 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 me picking up Josh Kelly from the Chargers a week earlier. Um, he could have he could have been good. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of movement going on right now. There's with the with the the end to the max max uh, moves. There's been a lot of movement. I tell you what, I like I I like uh, Brian's Minshew pick. I was actually eyeballing Minshew, sit him on my bench. He's probably not liking it right now. 
well, no, he's not liking it right now. But, you know, he's got another quarter and four minutes yeah. to go. But six points after three quarters, that's not thats not what you want out of your quarterback. No, it's not. So, and especially when you, you the guy fumbled it to the running back of your team that you're playing against. So, I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. We'll but, see. Uh, it doesn't look like anything else was, like, too crazy. You got a couple kickers came off the board. Yeah. Uh, Roberto Blankenship. Or, no, Rodrigo, the old Georgia dog. I actually had my eye on him as a kicker. I think he's going to yeah. do good. But I don't know if he's going to win games, but I think he'll be consistent, which is all you want from your kicker. Yeah. No one really came off the board that was nuts, too. Christian Kirk, yeah. I guess, maybe. But he's yeah, underperformed. He's, he's Emmanuel hurt. Sanders yeah. came off the board. That, that to me, right there from Slip, is a, that's a draw. Emmanuel Sanders, it, did you just say he's hurt? He's always uh, hurt. Seems like he's always yeah. hurt. But him and Deshaun Jackson, are, that's like an even swap. I don't yeah. think there's much yeah, gain yeah. there. They're the same player, just on a different team. So it's like. Yeah. So I don't know. He's got. He's trying to do whatever he can, but yeah. he 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 might gotta need commend to, him. Uh, he's spending that coin. He's spending the money, but he might need to start trying to. At what point will he? Will he trade Michael Thomas? Um. Will he trade Michael Thomas? I'm actually going to go to his team and see who he has available. So let's look at this, Michael Thomas. Galladay, nobody's trading for Galladay right now. He's got Cooper Cup. Mm. People will trade for Cooper Cup. Not me. Give me a call slip. Um, You're trading for him out of your heart and not your head. uh, Cooper Cup is a top five receiver. Get out of here. He is. Look it up. No, he's top. Last year? Yeah, last year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so outside of, i mean it's really thomas and it's and it's cooper cup that's really all he's got i mean it's right. i mean if if Gallad, i mean i would i um yeah i mean aj the, green maybe the problem with fantasy with this year is the wide receiver spot is so deep and so everybody has like Pretty decent depth at wide receiver. Yeah. So we're not just going to like shuffle around the deck chairs with wide receivers, but you got to chase the running backs. So you got, and so that's kind of the problem. Well, he stacked some running backs, right? I mean, he, I mean, what he just paid, he bought. Well, he bought starting running backs. If I told him three weeks ago that, hey, in week three, you're going to have to start Mike Davis and Miles (laughs) Gaskin. What do you think he would be saying? He'd, say, probably, he'd, piss he'd, off. Start, he'd, he'd start working out right now just because he'd have to be wearing the brocini. <laughs> well, and that's so, my point. Mean, so you, you get rid of Michael Thomas or Cooper Cup and get yourself a solid running back in there. Yeah. Right? And hopefully Corey Davis starts decides he wants to play NFL football. Uh, maybe. And AJ, you know, maybe AJ Green gets back to his good ways. Yeah, but you trade Michael Thomas. I mean, whoever takes that on is, is just taking on a risk. 
Right. I don't. I wouldn't feel comfortable with Michael Thomas at this point. I'd feel way more comfortable with Cooper Cup because at least I know that offense is going to throw the ball. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, I mean Cup's going to get are, his receptions. He had. I mean, not so far. I mean, so, 16 we'll points. See. They're looking at 8.25 a game. That's not good enough from a top five wide receiver. Like <laughs> you said. He's getting there. Give him time. Give chip him time. Away. He hadn't even scored chip, a touchdown yet. Give him time. Chip, chipping away. Actually, I think he scored week one. Nope. He hadn't even scored a touchdown. He's not even going on his touchdown run where he scores like 10 touchdowns in six weeks. So. But, All right. I think that'll do it for waiver wire. Good little recap right, there. Um, good luck to everyone this next week. Hopefully we can avoid those injuries and uh, the waiver wire. This isn't this mad scramble to uh, try and find replacements for people. So we'll see. Yeah, I but if we do, I got a lot of money to spend, boys. I mean, you say it all the time, dodge injuries. And guess right. Yeah. All right, that'll do it. It's time for You Make the Call. All right, welcome into the segment You Make the Call. We're going to go through some of the or all the GMs here um, and kind of take a look at who they got in their starting lineup as of right now today, Thursday night, um, and see if, you know, maybe they might want to make an adjustment before kickoff at 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock. So we're going to start off with um, we're going to look at Brad's team, Body by Jacobs. He's going against myself. Um and question to you, if you were Brad, Diggs is sitting on your bench, okay? Right. Josh Allen and Diggs have had quite the connection recently. Um, it's 37 and point nine points to date. Look, coming off a week that with 25 points. Um, I understand the matchup against the Rams. But that's kind of hard to dismiss. Now, you also have Amari Cooper and Lockett in the lineup right now. Cooper's got 26 points. He's coming off a game which, you know, he's had 13 each, so that's pretty solid, pretty pretty good for him. And then you got Lockett at 29. So he's got quite the predicament to make. But what do you think? You think he should put in digs over one of these guys? Absolutely. If it were me, I would be putting in Diggs over David Montgomery. Okay. So you forgot to mention David Montgomery. I, I know did. Chicago, Chicago, they're Atlanta. Oh, it's at Atlanta. They're going to, no. Atlanta at home, their rush D is different than Atlanta's run defense on the road. And it's, this is setting up for an Anthony Miller, an Allen Robinson game. It's a shootout. They're going to be throwing a lot. So I don't feel good about Montgomery running in Atlanta. I also think Michael Gallup is going to outscore Cooper. But you can't sit Amari Cooper. Tyler Lockett, eh, he might be okay. He typically gets enough targets to, to, to do well. That could be a shootout. 
But if it were me, I'd be putting in Diggs over David Montgomery. Hmm. I don't agree with that. If I, I would say, if anything, maybe a guy that we didn't talk about and go Chris Godwin. He blanked last week. Doesn't have that well, connection. Was, was he hurt? Well, he was, yeah, he was concussed. Hey, it's not my fault he was concussed. So why are you putting him <laughs> in this week? Yeah, maybe, maybe you need to see him a week. I mean, At Denver, thin air, he might get dizzy. I don't know how <laughs> science works. He might get dizzy. On I don't know. I think either way, he's got a tough, tough choice to make there. I don't know how you keep digs on your bench there. I don't care if you're playing the Rams or not. Um, they're at home. So, okay, go ahead, Brad. Keep him on the bench. It's fine with me. Um, hopefully it doesn't come bite me in the ass. We'll see. All right, so let's move on to Mike here. Um, with Mike, he's going up against um, – I forget here. I'm trying to get to it. But anyways, uh, let's look at – I think he's he's got Hawkinson on the bench, and I think he needs to get to Cook and, and play Hawkinson instead of Cook. What are your thoughts on that? So – Yeah, maybe. My thing is, is to me, it's really going to come down to like Kittle. I I would highly doubt they play Kittle. So Kittle doesn't play. So then you got to go down to the bench and do you play Hawkinson or J.K. Dobbins? Now that's the question. I'm going to say something crazy right now. Don't say Deion Lewis. Nope. I think you pull Hawkinson, and here's why. Detroit has looked awful the last two weeks, right? Right. They've looked bad, right? Should have beat the Bears, but they didn't because they're the Lions. Forget who they lost to last week. It wasn't good. Um, they're going to play Arizona at Arizona. This is your standard trap game. Guarantee Arizona's maybe a touchdown, maybe like four points or a touchdown favorite there. I think Detroit goes into Arizona and beats Arizona straight up. And I think Hawkinson is part of that. See, I'd go the other way. See, I think I'd go Dobbins over Hawkinson just because I think Casey, I think it's going to be a shootout. Yeah. Lamar's going to have to throw it. He's going to have to be dumping down the Dobbins. Ingram's not going to be out there a lot. And so this Dobbins is going to get a lot of check down action and just racking up some points that way. I don't know if he scores a touchdown, but I think that Dobbins is going to be, they're going to be playing from catch up and then they're going to need him to be a part of it. So assuming Kittle doesn't play, you're thinking Hawkinson should go in. I'm thinking Dobbins should go in. Yeah. I mean, if you think Detroit versus Arizona is going to be a defensive battle, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that's going to be a 31-30, 31-28 type battle. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah. yeah. Kenyon Drake's going to score all those points. <laughs> all right. While we're on this matchup, let's go over to Make America Gronk again. 
with Johnny, and that's a little predicament here. Here's one for you, and this is going to happen sooner rather than later, and I'm just letting Johnny know because I don't want it to happen when this guy's on the bench. But my thought was, and you tell me, he plays rugs over Landry. Oh, man. I understand I he's got a little hammy issue, downgraded to limited. Um, he's only got nine points on the year, right? Not a great week last week against New Orleans, uh, even though they put up plenty of points, right? 34 points. Playing against New England. It's at New England. I think they're going to have to – in order for them to win that game, they're going to have to throw the ball long and down the field. And as long as his hammy is okay and he's playing, he's going to try and make his name on at this game against the Patriots. I, I mean, I agree. I think you're going to see – I think Gilmore is going to be from the Patriots is going to be on Edwards. He's, they're both – they're kind of the bigger physical type. And I think Ruggs is going to be the one running free. I think they're going to game plan for Waller. And so they're going to take Waller out, which is going to leave the targets open for Ruggs. And Jacobs. And I, and I, but I think Ruggs is going to be the one that's going to, going to – they're going to benefit the most from this. And he's going to get all the targets and the catches. And he's going to score maybe six – he's going to have six or seven catches for 80, 80 90 yards and a touchdown. And I just – Jarvis Landry, he's just hurt. I just – I don't think – he's just not good. And so I wouldn't I, – that's what – yeah, I'm with you. I put rugs in. Yeah. I mean, we – I think even less everyone thought, yeah, here we are, Jarvis Landry. You got Odell Beckham to go high, Landry to go take the slot receptions, and Baker's going to get him the ball. It's, it's not the case. I mean, Baker's not a good quarterback. Um, yeah. But I, th- I think, yeah, I think he's going to go bananas this week against the Patriots, and I hate to see him sitting on the bench. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what Johnny does. All right, let's go to a different game here. We're going to go to, um, let's see here. Let's go to Pittman and Chaz. We'll start off with Pittman here, another rookie that I think is going to go, um, go off this week, and that's going to be Jerry Judy over DJ Moore. That's who I think he should play. I don't know how you play two quarter or excuse me, wide receivers on the Carolina Panthers. I don't understand that. Maybe you can fill me in being a Panthers fan. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And I think Jerry Judy, it's gonna be a home game against Tampa. They're gonna put points up. Um I'm not you know, I, I just think he's gonna He's going to have a good game. He's the top wideout right now. Corton Sutton sidelined. He's got Jeff Driscoll throwing to him. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, and maybe, Miami. Miami's but, got Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing to him, and they they got twenty eight points. Here's the bigger problem for Pittman: is Devontae Adams didn't practice today. Devontae Adams might not be playing Sunday night. So Pittman's going to have to make the decision to bench Adams and then play. He might be having to play Judy anyways. So at that point, if Adams sits, do you play Jerry Judy or do you play Noah Font in the flex? 
Do you still go on Judy? I might. I would go here. Something I'm gonna say something crazy again. I don't like Ertz. I think Ertz lost his mojo two years ago. I think you would you put Judy in and Fant take out Ertz if Ooh. if 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 Adams can't go. You put Judy in front of in in Adams' spot. You take Ertz out and you put in Fant. Okay, because you're gonna Driscoll's gonna be throwing it deep, but he's also gonna be hitting that tight end low. And they're playing Tampa. Mm. They're going to have to try and score points, so they're going to be playing from behind, and they're going to be chucking it. So, I I don't know. I mean, Ertz is playing Cincinnati at home. Cincinnati's – they're tough. They've lost two games, but they're, t- they're tough. That's not, a, that's not an easy win for them. And I don't yeah, know if tough. I trust Wentz yet at this point. I don't know. That'll be a tough one. Let's go to the other side here. We're going to look at Chaz. Um, nothing crazy here. I thought, you know, another rookie sitting on the bench. He's got Fournette in right now, and I understand the Fournette. I understand why he's in there, right? Last week, he had a great week. Um, 103 yards, two touchdowns. Actually saw some targets. Four receptions, 13 yards. Week prior, he got nothing, basically two points. So I understand why he's putting Fournette in. I think that Swift actually takes that role that the Lions want him to, and he actually outperforms Leonard Fournette next week. I don't think that Fournette can handle the altitude. He's a C-level kind of guy. Played in Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, I get, it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I can. I can see where you're going with that. I also think you know what could really mess it up is if instead of Fournette and Swift, if he goes Curtis Samuel, because he's looking at the other side. All oh, those two wide receivers. If Sam, Curtis Samuel outscores more in Anderson, I, I'm golden. I win. And there's, <laughs> and there's rumors that. They're going to look at Samuel running more as a as a running back, just because he did so in college. Like so, a little scat back, a little scat back, and just let him get back there and just see what he can do. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see what they what they happen there. But yeah, I mean, I like it's a toss up between Fournette. Swift I and Samuel. would love to watch this battle if he did that. If he put in Samuel, it's like, all right, Pitt, you want to play Anderson and more? I'm going to throw Samuel in here, and we'll see which. Which Panther can do it out the best? <laughs> because you're right. If Samuel outscores them, he's fucked. He's going to lose. He's going to mm-hmm. lose. I mean, this Robinson cat's got 21.8 points already. Yeah. I mean, he's, he might be like the next uh, Arian Foster. This is crazy. Yeah. It's not looking good for Pitt. No. And they're losing. Yeah. 21 points. He's losing. They've scored seven points, and he has 21 points. Jesus. The goat does it again, I guess. All right, moving on. Let's see here. Let's go on to – ooh, I don't want to do you yet. Let's go on to – we'll go to Slip and Brian. They got a couple guys going right here. Minshew not having a good day. 
No. Might Not see him good. on the waivers next week. 9.2 points at this moment. We're looking at fourth quarter. Just start of the fourth quarter here. Uh, and then Slip's got Gaskin going. 8.6 points. Nothing crazy. Um, still in the green right now, so we'll see if he can bump that up a little bit higher. Um, my thought for you was, at least starting on uh, Brian, is Hurst over Singletary. Oh, like crazy. No, I, I like think it. the two tight end, you, you're not taking Kelsey out. No, you can't take Kelsey out. You're not taking Kelsey out. I think Singletary's not going to be as effective against the Rams because they're going to have to score points because the Rams are going to do so. And the running game is not going to be what they want it to be. Uh, and Hurst is playing Chicago, and Chicago's defense is not very good. Especially so, against the tight ends. They struggle. They're the so far through two weeks, they are the third ranked worst defense against covering the tight ends. Guess um, how and, many tight ends have scored touchdowns against the Bears through two weeks? Three. Exactly. Three tight exactly. ends have scored. So so and there's questions about Julio. So yeah, that I would definitely put in Hayden Hurst. I think Singletary and Singletary and Moss or like the other other running back in Buffalo are just kind of neither one of them are really kind of pulling away. And um, it's, it's a tough matchup too. So yeah, I like it. I like putting, I would put Hurst in over Singletary. Yeah. We'll see what happens there. Let's go over to slip. So with slip, my thought was he's got Brown, Hollywood Brown. Oh, uh, no, that's uh, no. John, John, John Brown. Brown. He's got Buffalo. John Brown, and he's got Higby on the bench. You got to go A.J. Green over John Brown. I mean, I know A.J. Green hadn't really done anything in the first two weeks, but my man has gotten just peppered with targets, and this is going to be his breakout game. So you have to put in A.J. Green over John Brown, in my opinion. That's if Galladay plays. I mean, he. Yeah, I mean, he, he was back at practice today, so I it was limited. Every, but it still is better than it has been in the past. So I have every intent on Galladay playing. Michael Thomas, I don't know. So that's the other question thing is like, can he wait around till Sunday night? He probably <laughs> can. So I don't unless he's going to go back and maybe he waits and then pick somebody else up. So. We'll see. He's got some tough calls here. I think this was this happened to him last year where he was always like his best players were sitting on his bench because he picked wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I feel like it's, this it's, could be the case again. I mean, yeah. Michael Thomas, yeah. that Sunday night game is going to burn him because he's going to yeah. be like, do I play him? Do I yeah. not play him? If I, if, I, if I decide to play him, and who do I have to drop if he decides not to play last yeah. minute? That's going to yeah. suck. Yeah, and his uh, – well – his his bench guys aren't like oh I gotta keep that guy no but you could <laughs> put AJ Green in there right yeah, oh yeah for sure I mean based on projection they're looking at two points I mean obviously we know that doesn't mean anything but yeah for sure um, but yeah so what All right, about buddy. you you got you got any tough calls um I got you know the DK Dimacels they're um. 
No, I don't have any tough calls. Do you trust Will Fuller? I don't trust him. Um, I actually, that's probably one thing I might consider is I might throw in Nikhil Harry in there or I might go double tight end. Oh, Johnu. I mean, Johnu's playing Minnesota. Their defense isn't good. Johnu's getting the targets. Freaking Tannehill loves throwing to him. He's scoring touchdowns, which I like. Um, you know, dude's got three touchdowns already. I, I, your assessment of what New England's going to do with Waller, uh, I think, is going to be key. They're going to, they're going to do everything they can to stop that dude. Now, I don't think that they could stop him at the goal line, but if they don't get near the goal line, Waller, I don't think has a has a good game. He's got to score a touchdown next week, so I might even do a swap there. Yeah, just do uh, Joe Joe New instead. Um, but and then later do a and then later do a swap with me for Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Kareem Hunt. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You'll we'll be saying that after after he lights it up again. Stop it! Lights it up. All, All right, right, let's get to uh, let's get to your game. So you're playing Rusty. Um, before we get to you, Rusty, I have Hollywood Brown sitting on the bench. I think he plays him over um, Jones. Yeah, Julio so Jones. that's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. you got to go, Mark. Yeah, you got to go Hollywood Brown over Jones. Here's why. Although Chicago's defense is not very good, they do do a good job of taking away your best receiver. Chicago? Chicago does. Who are we talking about? Julio Jones. Oh, Julio. So you think they're going to, you think he should sit Julio? Oh, I'm sorry. I meant uh, Ronald Jones. Oh, okay. I was looking, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think he needs to play Hollywood Brown over Ronald Jones. Yeah, easily. he would never. He would never do the other one. I was, I was drinking way too much here. Yeah, um, yeah, Ronald Jones. I think not going to have a good game against Tampa. Tampa's D is actually pretty stout, especially their front seven. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball. They're going to have to pass the ball, and the game script is going to sh- prove to them that they're going to have to pass because they're going to be down fourteen points in the first quarter. So Hollywood Brown against Kansas City, you know that ball is going to be flinging through the air there. And so they're, he, he's got the best chance to score the most amount of points. And both de- – I mean, Baltimore's defense is okay, but, I mean, it's, it's not going to stop Kansas City from doing what they do. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It should be a fun one. So, what about you? You got any you, – I see a couple empty spots over there. Yeah. You got some tough calls here? Oh, uh, always, man. I'm, I got some depth. I don't really have any – I don't know how many Can scary... we talk about this LaVishka Chenault? Yeah, man. I'm not even sure that dude is an American citizen. That's that's racist. Uh, what, it's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think he's an American – just because he has a unique name. Hey, can we make a pact right now? When you What's guys that? decide to have another kid. Yeah, in February? Yeah. Are you, do you guys know what you're having yet, or are you keeping that tight to the vest? No, it's a boy. 
Oh, so this could play. If Lavishka Chenault is in the top 10 receivers in fantasy, you have to name your kid, and I don't know what the first name is. Let's call him William. William Lavishka Campbell. Deal. You think that'll play? <laughs> sure, because I know it's not going to happen. Because LaVisca is not going to be on my roster this time tomorrow. <laughs> What's the matter? You don't like your six points you got? Four points? Excuse yeah, me. No, nah, it's not good enough. I mean, I need to get the kicker and the defense in there. So he'll be the expendable one. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't think Juju's going to have a good game. So I might sub out Juju for somebody, either Kareem Hunt or Gallup. Uh, I think I do think Josh Kelly's going to have a good game against our terrible Carolina Panthers defense. So, yeah. but we'll see what happens. We'll see. Hopefully, it won't matter. So, you uh, you want you want to get over to some predictions of who? Let's get to win? it. Let's get to it. Let's do I it. I think we spent enough time here. So, all right, boys. We'll see you on the flip side. Hey guys. We all know someone that's stressed out about something, but stressing out about hair loss is a thing of the past, and I bet you thought there was never a real solution. Now there is, with Keeps. Keeps is the easiest way to keep your hair. Look, there's no magic cure for baldness, but by starting Keeps now, you can keep the hair you have and get your treatment without leaving your house. Get Keeps, the easiest way to keep your hair. Go to Keeps.com. To learn more. Week three matchups. Here we go. All right, welcome in to the week three predictions. This is where Jared and I go through each game, kind of figure out who we think is going to win. Um, so we're going to start with uh, – we'll start with my game, first game up here. we got the DK Dimacell sitting at 2-0 and versus Body by Jacobs. Uh, currently right now, Brad is favored, 141.81 to 131.99. Uh, I'll let you start this one off, Jared. Who do you think is going to pull this off? I think that – I think Brad's going to pull it off. I think that Dallas-Seattle game is going to be a shootout. Yeah. And Wilson's going to go ham. I don't know. Amari will catch a lot of passes. Probably Lockett will score a touchdown. Um, I do think Nick Chubb will struggle. Um, Jacobs will struggle. So that's going to be the the thing with his starting two running backs are going to struggle. But then I look over at your side, and I think your running backs just aren't quite good enough, so they might kind of be there as well. I think you you guys kind of have some tough matchups, and I think you're gonna you're gonna come up short. But I also think, outside of quarterbacks, the person that's going to score the most points in your matchup is going to be Hopkins. But I, I think Brad, I think Brad's going to win. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at this earlier today, and it, the problem I have is my running backs. I mean. I just have no faith in them. I don't have any depth there. Um, I do think that Diggs is going to have a better game than Godwin, and he should probably replace them. But 
but I think his running backs, albeit Jacobs, may have a, a smaller score than previous weeks. I think New England's going to find a way to kind of stop him. I don't think Montgomery's going to do well, but I think it's going to be enough to kind of push him over the over the edge. Chubb's going to do what Chubb does. He's going to get his points, I think. I don't know um, about Washington. You, Washington's going to struggle. I mean, I think they might be able to hold him up. Washington's got a tough D. Um, I, that's going to come down to the passing. If, if dumping, you if, mean dumping uh, it down to Kareem Hunt, who's going to be on your <laughs> roster this time next week? Be. I don't think so. <laughs> no, but if Baker can, if he can have a passing game, I think that it's definitely going to open up the run game. But the problem is, is you typically have to start with a run game to open up the passing game. So, and he hasn't been showing anyone in the NFL that he can actually pass accurately if he doesn't have a run game. So that might be tough going, but yeah, I think this is kind of where my streak goes to an end. I think this is going to be one of those weeks where it's kind of an, uh, pretty typical for me from years past where I score like 90 points or 87 points and I get throttled like 136 to 98 or, or excuse me 88 something like that mm. that's okay. what i think okay. happens, so i'm gonna take the loss here and that's gonna be okay i mean brad's putting up mega points every week so far and i don't expect him not to do it this week um so we'll see we'll see what happens but i got bradley on this one okay all right let's go on to the next week uh next matchup here we're gonna go to michael and Johnny points versus wins versus make America Gronk again. A one and one matchup against an 0 and 2 matchup. However, their points are favored pretty evenly. Uh, 136 for Mike versus 133 for Johnny. Who you got in this one? Uh, let's see. Eifert right is, now has two points. So it's yeah, kind of. That's, that's not good at yeah, all. That's not good. This is going to come down to Lamar versus Mahomes on Monday night. Wow, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good sh- between the guys. Wow. Um, <laughs> I think. Ooh, Does it come ooh, down to their quarterbacks? Does the ooh. game come down to the quarterback? Yeah, it does. Just because the rest of their team is not that. I mean. Dalvin could struggle against Tennessee. Aaron Jones could. He might. He, he's probably going to do pretty well against the Saints. But you got Zeke over there. Yeah, I think they're all going to kind of wash. And then I think the rest of their team isn't that strong around them. So I think it's going to be pretty neck and neck going into Monday night. And I think. Uh, I think. I think John's going to pull it out. I think John's going to pull it out. I think Mahomes is going to have a head start, and he's going to hold off Lamar, and he's going to have a head start because I think John's defense, the Patriots, are going to cause issues for Derek Carr. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, I think this is going to be the week where the Patriots' defense kind of maybe kind of carries them. So I'm going to say John. I was going to bring up the defense because I think it's going to come down to the defense and the quarterback. And whoever's going to score the most points on their defense, I think, because quarterback-wise, they're going to score – it's going to be even, whether it's going to be 22 points to 23 points or 36 to 35. 
it's going to be something within a point or two. I don't think it's going to be skewed one way or the other. And at that point then, I think the rest of the team is pretty much evenly matched. Um, outside of like Slayton and Landry, I don't think those guys yeah. and, uh, like McKinnon, um, who knows if Kit, you know, if Kittle's going to play, I think he is right. He, he probably should play. He's questionable uh, at the moment. Uh, so I wouldn't. So if he decides to put in Hawkinson, um, but yeah, those, those two guys and like the, the extra positions there. I mean, that's, that's kind of a toss up. So I think it's going to come down to defense. Uh, Buffalo, I think is going to have the tougher matchup against the Rams versus new England. Um, I'm going to go opposite direction though. I'm going to, okay. th- I'm going to say that Mike gets off the snide and he puts a win on the board. Uh, it's going to be tight though. And I do, <laughs> here's the thing. I do think it comes down to Monday night and the quarterback. And it's like a right. two point, a two point game. So you're on Mike. I'm on John. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's go to the next one. And we're going to go to Chaz and Pittman. So we have the goats one and one record, 128.34 before tonight started. And then we have Cobra Kyler at two and oh, the 137.59 currently i mean chaz has got 27.9 <laughs> points from freaking james robinson whose line at the moment is 11 rushing attempts 46 yards two rushing touchdowns six targets six receptions 83 yards just yeah, <laughs> so, so unreal found, performance he, and a loss so we just found out earlier we were talking about, I don't know, what's he going to do without McCaffrey? Well, I think he just found his next McCaffrey. Yeah, so, Jesus. I mean, yeah, I don't even think this this one is already – we, we kind of were cheating right now because we already know Robinson is going to have a give Chaz a 28-point lead at least. There's still time. So let's just round up and say 30, a 30-point lead going into Sunday. And I highly doubt Devontae Adams plays on Sunday night. And because yeah. of that, I don't – I think I think – I think uh, I think you and Pittman are going down this week, and we're not going to have any more undefeated teams. I think you're going to be right on that. I think this is going to be a blowout, um, just based on what I see from James Robinson here. This could be this could end up being like a thirty to forty point route here. Yeah. Um, with with Devonte Adams not playing and him playing two Carolina quarterbacks. Or excuse me, wide receivers. Yeah, this is not good for Pittman going into uh, Sunday. So, I think we're both in consensus there. That one's both going to go to uh, Chaz. I don't think there's much to uh, much else to talk about right there. No, no. All right, let's go to the next one here. We're looking at Henry. Thing is possible versus Error Days of Galladay. We got a Brian or Slip matchup. Owen two versus one and one. Um, 10 points separate the uh, prelims here. We're looking at 126.16 for Slip, 136.31 for Brian. However, they do have some guys going tonight, unfortunately for Brian. Uh, Gardner Minshew's not doing very well. He is going to be chucking it the last couple uh, series here. So that could, that 12 points could jump up there to a little bit higher if he can get a touchdown, a little garbage time touchdown for him. Uh, but we'll see. And then Gaskins is at about 9.4 points. So who you got in this one? Because right now they're about evenly matched. 
I got no clue. Just because I don't know. Is Michael Thomas playing? Is Kenny Galladay playing? I mean, if Michael Thomas and Kenny Galladay don't play, marks. and he's got to put A.J. Green and Tyler Higby in there in that roster, there's no chance I can pick that. I don't even know if I can pick Brooks to win with that. But with that said, like, Brook, I mean, Brian's let Brooks hang around with this Minshew performance. Yeah. But you got to believe Minshew's probably going to put one in the end zone before this game's over. Um, I, yeah, I think Brian's going to pull it out. I think Eckler and Henry are going to carry him this week. And uh, it's just it's it's just it's just tough sledding for Brooks right now, and I just don't think it's going to happen. Here's what I think is going to happen: I I I think if Minshew scores less than 18 here, which is very possible, right? If that occurs tonight, before we see Sunday, Minshew scores less than 18. I think what's going to happen Sunday for Slip is he's going to get a taste of what could have been, meaning Thomas plays, Galladay plays. He has a great performance from Cup, who goes for like 22. Just an all-time performance from like all of his players, right? Mike Davis right. Gets, in, gets two touchdowns, and he puts up like 149. And he's like, God, what could have been? And he wins this week, and then he reverts back to, like, what happened the last two weeks after this week. So I think he pulls it off this week if Minshew can keep it under 18. If he yeah. doesn't, then I just don't think it's in the cards for him. Because yeah, that Dak Prescott and Seattle matchup, that's, you think it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be close. Yeah, It's going to be a close game. I don't know. I just can't look at Brooks's roster and feel confident in picking him to win. <laughs> I just can't. All right. Well, we're going to go opposite sides there. Um, I'm rooting for you, Slip. I'm rooting for you. Let's get to that final matchup here. We're going to go Duck Hunter, Rusty against yourself. French Bruce of Hill there. Both one and one. 134 for Rusty and a 122 for yourself there, buddy. Um, looks like you have Gasecki going, two slots that are empty. So those points that we have on the table are a little bit skewed because you don't have a kicker and a defense. I'm assuming that's going to change. Yes. Um, how are you feeling about this matchup? Um, I got, I have quality matchup. Allen Robinson against Atlanta, good matchup. Ridley against Chicago, good matchup. Hilaire, bad matchup. Sanders against Cincinnati, good matchup. Kenyon Drake against Lions, good matchup. I think all my matchups line up. I think I'm, I'm a little nervous of Kamara. I don't know what to make of Julio. I think I should win, um, but I don't know. I mean, I, Do you hit that I, 135 mark? Yeah, I do. So I think, yeah, I think I hit the 135. You said that pretty confidently. Yeah, I do. I, I, th I think I should. I think just based off the matchups this week. So I think I should. So I think because I hit the 135, I think I'm going to take me in this this one. I'm going to go opposite direction. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to take Rusty here. The duck hunter himself. Um, I think Jones is going to – no, I think Jones is going to get locked down, but I think Rodgers is going to score points. Allen's going to score points. Kamara's definitely going to score points. 
Um, I don't, I don't see where he doesn't score points. Maybe that Ronald Jones, we kind of talked about that. If he puts in, um, uh, Brown over him. Um, but yeah, I think he, I think it's an edge out thing. I don't think either of you guys get to 135. I think it's going to be more of like a 128, 124 type matchup. Okay. And he skates it out just barely, probably by some BS shit. Like Los Angeles defense scores like a pick six to end it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Justin, T- was... Justin Tucker on a game winning 55 yarder. That sounds about right. Puts yeah. him five over. So he's sitting at, it's like, it's like 123 to one, you know, 127. And he hits a five, you know, five pointer. Puts him over the top. Some shit yeah, like that. that. Yeah, that would hurt. So that's why I think it's going to end. But sorry, buddy. Uh, but we'll revisit. This is you know we're just we're just predicting things. Doesn't have to be reality. We'll see but what I, happens. We'll talk I about will, it next week. I will say this: my tight end, even though he scored, he is on pace for not breaking double digits. <laughs> Eight <laughs> points at the moment. One catch for 15 yards One and a catch. touchdown. That's I'll an unreal it. stat. I mean, I'll, I'll I've not it. had a tight end score double-digit points in about two years. That's crazy. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so. All righty, boys. Uh, thank you, GMs, for paying attention this whole time here. Hopefully brought you some good content. Um, good luck to everybody. And, uh, Jared? Dodge injuries, Brooks. And guess right. Take care, boys. Later. listening to the hot routes and hot takes fantasy football podcast just a reminder if you'd like to get in touch with us there's a way to do that please go to the website anchor.fm or even easier download the anchor app and search hot routes and hot takes fantasy football podcast there what you can do is leave us a voice message if we like what we hear we will play it on next week's pod also in terms of distribution We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, And guess right.